This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Irreverent. Entertaining. Cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Hello there. And welcome to All Things Therapy. If you're on Facebook Live at LA Talk Radio, you can see I am here in studio with my guest, Gayanne Bruno, who I'm going to be introducing to you in just a few minutes. I am, I'm excited, actually, Gayanne, to have you in studio because it's been maybe over a year since I've had somebody sitting with me. So well, thank, thank you. you. No, thank you. I appreciate it. I want to say that first before going through my <laughs> spiel about everything for people. So if you've been following me, you know that my website is nolatherapy.com. It's the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy. I am a licensed clinical social worker. I practice as an intuitive psychotherapist. And what that means is that I really am excited to help you tap in to your own intuition, which I just think of as our own inner knowing of people, places, and things. We all have that ability. It gets covered up. If you imagine a fountain with water coming out the center, it just gets kind of covered up with rocks, the hurts and disappointments in our lives that obstruct us from what we know to be true. And I really love helping you reconnect with that source of empowerment, I-N-powerment, as I was speaking to Gayanne before we went live. So reach out to me through NOLA Therapy to book sessions to learn about my 30-day intensive. It's a psychoastrology package to help you identify your core wounds through your birth chart. It is based upon the principles in my book called The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness. It's available for sale now through NOLA Therapy on the book release tab. And I'm excited to share with you the, the gifts that are hidden within our core wounding and how we can really bring those to serve us in, in empowering ourselves and leading a happier life. The three years I took to write the book took me to some really dark places in my own past, hurts, disappointment, traumas. And through it all, I learned to really excavate those parts of ourselves there are such beautiful silver linings to really come face to face with the things that have just hurt you the most that you didn't even think you could pick yourself off the floor from and then learn to love yourself and give yourself whatever was never given by whomever else and uh, to just really stand strong on your own two feet. So that's basically what the book is about based upon your specific core wounding identified in your own psychoastrology. Follow me on social media. I would love to be connected to you at NOLA Therapy on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And now to get to the best part of the show, Gayanne. So I met Gayanne from our community of friends here in Los Angeles. And I've been learning things about you since we booked 
Good and bad. <laughs> I would say all, all the, I don't see anything I'm bad. Kidding. There's nothing. I'm so joking. Yeah, I can't. I can't get on board with the bad. <laughs> <laughs> so for from uh, our guest Gayan, you've been in the entertainment industry for over thirty years. Yes, I have. With CBS as the director of photography. Correct. You got here to L.A. by way of law school. That is correct. At UCLA, after being an off-Broadway actor <laughs> and doing commercials in New York City. Correct. Yeah, you were born in <laughs> check, Jersey. Check, check. It's Correct. so cool. And and since you were a little girl, I learned you wanted to be in entertainment. Absolutely. And you truly manifested that by coming for law school and completing law school. Correct. And then starting in the music industry. Correct. As an administrative assistant. Mm-hmm. And then being like ushered into the entertainment world through CBS. Absolutely. Where you've been for 30 years. Absolutely. And you've also, which I thought was really awesome, you've served on the board of the L.A of LA Gay Pride for 12 years yes. as Vice President of Entertainment. Yes. And um, where do you want to begin? That's I kind don't of- know. <laughs> it's weird to hear my like credits yeah. all the time. And this show is so structured compared to my show. Okay, It's like, oh, so structured. Lisa, you're so structured. <laughs> I'm like choking and like okay now what right right well that's the only structured part is okay. this beginning intro and introducing you I know some of the things we talked about privately discussing that really spoke to my heart is in learning about you that you've had your podcast between the sheets podcast on UBN network for those of you listening today you started in 2009 correct so you were one of the very first podcasters and as a woman, especially ever, like before I even heard of it. So a pioneer in that sense. And you suspended your show to provide care as the most senior significant caretaker for your mother. Correct. And suspended your show for two years. And that really um, spoke to my heart around what that journey was like for you to really put your life on hold and learn about loving selflessly sacrifice just so at some point I'd love to hear you speak to that we can talk about it now I mean you know I mean like um you know I was going along my lovely life here in California and my father passed away in 2011 okay um my mother you know stayed it was in New Jersey stayed there um and continued you know after the death of my dad obviously had some issues uh in 2014 15, the, the beginning of 2015, she got diagnosed with end-stage renal disease. So she okay. had to retire at 82 years old. Wow, still <laughs> from working her job. Yes, amazing. And she technically was going to come here um, to California and and stay the summers. Let's see, this, the winters in New Jersey here, and then go back. That so makes it was supposed sense. To be like, you like know, a six snowbird, months, like a snowbird, yeah. exactly. And then what happened is when she arrived, um, since the whole dialysis thing was all new, she was having complications. Okay. So I had to sort of shut down a lot of the things I was doing, which is stepping down from L.A. Pride, okay. uh, putting a pause on the podcast, uh, stop. I was also managing Berlin and motels. Yes, which side. is so cool. Had to put that to side. So I had to put everything aside to really concentrate on how to, A, uh, understand what that illness was and what it was going to take to have my mother stay here with me in my home. Yes. Um, and then balance my job, obviously. Right. And um, really, you know, as an only child, don't have any backup or reinforcement. So, yeah. you know, and it's not like, oh, poor me. I, I'm glad to do it. Um, but it was like, wow, okay, now what? You know, looking into caregivers, looking into this. It's my whole world just changed. Stopped. I mean, it literally yeah. stopped. And it as all you became, knew it. As I knew it. And it became all consuming. Yeah. Um, 
I feel really good about it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, my mother and I also um, have not had the best relationship. See, and I assume that you did. That's why I'm glad I asked you before we came live. Uh, but you said no, that it, it wasn't. It still isn't. It's oil and water. Okay. Um, I respect her. She respects me. We love yeah. each other, yeah. obviously. But we see life from two different perspectives. I'm just much more structured. I am creative and I am spontaneous. Oh, yeah. But I think I'm just much more structured because I've been on my own a long time. Mm-hmm. My mother's from a generation where the man took care of everything. Right. And my mother got away with everything. Okay. <laughs> you know, so she is, um, she's spoiled. Okay. So when she moved in, uh, there were demands. Was there a sense of entitlement from oh her? Oh, my in a God, way? yes. Okay. Okay. And demands. Well, your father used to do this. And your oh. father, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, who grows up in a house where, like, Mom, I have to cook for you every day? Mm. I didn't even cook for me every day. My, How did you handle that? Um, lean cuisine. Okay. Um, <laughs> I literally uh, found like the frozen dinners yeah. really that were within her renal diet that yeah. were acceptable. Okay. And just stock the freezer. Okay. Um in the beginning though, again, I was that daughter that was going to make sure she was going to live forever and yeah. uh, and she wasn't going to get sicker on my watch. Of course. So I did become a little bit obsessive compulsive where I did cook and I was following the rules and but after a while, it does get It's not sustainable. Exhausting. No, and, and the job that I have is very unpredictable. It's not a nine-to-five job. It's, right. You know, it's just like, for example, now, I before coming here, you know, I'm going to Vegas for the ACMs in April. Okay. But I just found out that I may be on a plane next week to Nashville to do a photo shoot. Wow. So now it's sort of like, you know, now what? You know, getting yeah. get somebody for mom. Getting, so it's, so it's, you still, you were performing at that level at work? During this time? Okay, wow. Absolutely. Because wow. that's the entertainment business. There's nothing really, unless you're an accountant or, or a more static job in the entertainment business, really, you're on call 24-7. Yeah, so, I don't see the staticness working for you. No. You have so much energy and engagement yeah. with life. that It's amazing. I'm 56. Yes, yeah. I am. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, but you have to. I mean, you have to. You have to find... You know, I try not to, I never, as a matter of fact, the heart, um, I try, it's all about love, but I mean, I try never to think negatively. And um, even when circumstances happen that are just not the best, I always look for the positive in that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what what truly keeps me going is humor. I was going to ask you how you find motivation. Humor. I find the funny in everything. Because I can't, I have to. How did you learn that? Which, what's an early memory of, of? I think I've always been, you know, when you're in school and you always have like the class bully or the class, I yeah. was always the class clown. Okay. It was my job, what I felt, to make people laugh and got in trouble many, many times <laughs> for it. Um, but that was, that's my coping me- mechanism is laughter. It is just seeing pos- the positive side of everything and just seeing how, hmm, and also really undertaking that. What I'm going through in my life is my journey. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's, 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 it's predetermined. I, it's, it's what I need to do yes. that, to get to where I need to get to. So when you really give up control, and I am a control freak in certain things, and my friends will attest to that sometimes, but I think for the most part, I always say I'm, um, what do I say, a controlled spontaneity. I like that. You know, I want to ask you about being the class clown and making people laugh. As you were saying that, I had this kind of vision of, I think that allows you as a coping mechanism to put a buffer between your feelings 
and and your processing of them, which I think can be healthy to yes. just kind of take an inward step back and like getting other people to laugh so you can just take pause yeah. with whatever situation. Has that been true? It's called practice the pause. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my tattoos can... are an what indication of what I, I'm going I just got these. I got actually four. What, this what? is strength and love. This is patience, mm. which I haven't quite gotten there yet. I'm trying. This is the ohm sign. Beautiful. And this is, um, well, it's the musical note, but the musical note sort of isn't. It's Capricorn, so it's Sun and Capricorn. Beautiful. And then I've got two on my back, and I'm not getting naked on the air. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If it was so, 20 years ago, I would not have a problem. Right. So... I also, I'm coming on your show tomorrow, yes, tomorrow, and I'm really excited because I really like how authentic and how people can just really be themselves, how you're really yourself on your show. And I know we're going to talk about various topics. As one of the first podcasters, what have you seen? I never, I didn't plan to ask you this, but have you seen anything change? Well, welcome to Between the Sheets because this is exactly how okay, we go. Cool, okay, cool, awesome. Thank you, yes. <laughs> like, have you noticed any big shifts that you've been happy about and not so happy about? With the podcast from 2009 to now, yeah. um, what the, what I like now, and maybe it's because I've been doing it so long mm-hmm. and people know me, and I'm not going ego-driven here. It's just I've been around a long time. Yeah. Um, I'm more comfortable. Yes. I'm more comfortable in, in creating an environment, um, which is more, like I described my show as... Think of it as a bunch of girlfriends just hanging out on a Saturday night. Oh, it's night. totally like that. You don't have cue it's cards. Exactly you like don't that. have topics. It's just a free-flowing thing. And one thing I asked the girl that said, you know, I'm going to be out there. Yeah. And I'm going to be vulnerable. And I want the show to be authentic. Mm. And I expect that from each of you. And if yeah. you can't do it, I understand. Because yeah. a lot of people have walls. And I used to have a lot of walls. Yeah. I'm, I've so, and it, it's a good way because I keep working on myself. Of um, course. I've had so many walls around me for so many years. Um, and I would say probably within the last 10, the walls have come down. It mm-hmm. used to be cinder block. Now they're kind of paper mache. That's great. That's how I describe it. Yeah. You know, and I, I describe myself as, you know, I'm functionally dysfunctional because I'm human. Mm-hmm. No one's perfect. No. We make mistakes all the time. The important part is once you, for me, once you make a mistake, is not to just bypass it. It's to acknowledge you made the mistake. Be aware of it. Because I think awareness in life is so important. It is. And I think that's where the role of self-forgiveness, empathy, and forgiving others comes in. Where you're, where you're talking about being authentic. And inevitably, we're going to hurt someone's feelings or even be outwardly angry and rude. Yeah. And just to, to self-reflect, the ability to self-reflect is so important. And I hear you saying that as well. And then Absolutely. making that amends to ourselves and when necessary. To I used others. to have a horrible temper. I'm Italian. Okay. Italian from New York. I used to have a horrible temper. Okay. Um, hate the word no. Still do. I just deal with it differently. Yeah. And I have worked really hard on not having a temper. And maybe it, it is age. Maybe it is experience. Maybe it is whatever happens as you progress down your journey of life. Well, I suspect too for you in the few minutes we had before that learning a no doesn't necessarily mean a rejection of you. That yeah. it's often, I think, more about the other person Correct. and you seeing that more clearly. <clears throat> yeah, and I do that. I mean, like, I don't like no. Sure. Um, because I'm, I, I just sit there and I go, because I look, I don't do, you know what? I don't put any limits on what I can do. Okay. So I don't accept no for me. 
Right, so, for you. For me. Yes. So when someone says a no, that's an absolute. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, wait, why is it a no? Let's have a discussion here. Maybe we can have, and it is, it's, it's part and of I my law school. And I think it's okay to question. But it's also my law school thing. Yeah. It is the art of negotiation. And wanting to see both sides. Flexibility, the art of negotiation, analytical, um, you know, logical. And solution focused. And solution in that. focused and problem solving. Yeah. Um, which makes me a little rigid sometimes because on the other hand, you know, I'm completely creative and artistic. So I kind of have myself this mm -hmm. black and white and it's either, you know, legit, either like uh, analytical or creative. Okay. So as I get older, it's starting to blend Bringing more. Bringing those two Bring together. Bringing both two together that I can understand that and understand my thought process, that how I make my decisions, and it's not black and white. I used to can't. I used to dislike. I hate to use the word hate, but I used to dislike people who used to go maybe, probably. And I'm like, why? Why? Why are you in the middle? Right, just make up just your a, mind. Just make a yes or a no. Yeah. And now I'm learning to understand. I always used to say there's black and white and gray, and I don't understand the gray. As I get older, I'm now understanding the gray. So I'm wondering, as you're talking, Gayan, has your relationship with your mom, and as her caretaker helped you along with any Hell no. of this? Um, no, I mean, <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> no, it's difficult. It is difficult because, um, you know, I put myself up, and this is my problem. That's my problem. My, my thing. Okay. I have high expectations for how I should be as an employee, as a partner, mm -hmm. as a caregiver. And sometimes my expectations are a little too high. So... What it is more to my mom is reactive. She's wanting something. I okay. can't achieve it higher or better. So then I lash out because it's really all about me, not her. Right. I I try to be as compassionate as possible. And I am. I am with everybody else except my mom. Except my mom. Has it gotten better over the... Is, has it been five years now? It has been you, five years. Okay. Has um, it gotten softer? Okay. It, last night was not a soft night. Okay. <laughs> it's like, you know, she's... You know, because I'll, I'll be sleeping and, you know, I'll hear, you know, I can't breathe. I can't breathe because she also oh has COPD. Okay, that would be scary. So I get up and I just run up and I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, I can't breathe. I'm like, well, what's the matter? Yeah. And she couldn't, she pulled off her uh, mask. Yeah. And in her sleep state, you know, she couldn't figure out, you know, how to put it back on. And she's not dementia. It's just right. that like kind I'm, of dis disoriented disoriented i'm like mom calm down you're mm -hmm. not you're fine you want me to call the hospital and then she screams like a typical i don't want to go to the hospital i'm like well then are you can you breathe because you're breathing fine now yeah so i can see that being disruptive and you're going to you know, you know trying, I'm to, trying sleep. to sleep to get to work and, yeah. and then i'm like okay okay i said like put the thing on her and i'm like you good yes okay and then i go back to bed well but then i was up till 3 30 in the morning because actually i always wake up between two and four anyway just who knows why okay <laughs> Do you do anything in that space? Like, do you find that you're creative, or you, or do you just try to let it pass? My house is quiet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not used to. I mean, I'm I'm used to. St I mean, now I'm used to having you know, like a lot of this noise and disruption and stuff. And and um, I've always been really quiet. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's the time. And I don't think I wake up and go, "This is the time I'm going to wake." I don't set alarm. I think it's where I can sit in the stillness and think. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, as you're talking about your mom last night waking up and it being disruptive, it makes me think of our lifespan. And it's it's like watching what it's been like for you to watch your mom lose some of her abilities and skills and kind of go back 
to how we were. You know, like yes. we used to wake our moms up or yep. our caretakers, whoever they were. You know, like what, I'm curious what that's been like for you because I can't imagine that's. I don't have kids. <clears throat> and when I was, um, I had talked to, I, th I think this is a while back when my mother first moved in, I was talking with my therapist. Yeah. And I said, I, I, I'm like on the edge of a, a nervous breakdown. And, and it's not because I'm just really, I mean, granted, my friends will tell you I'm very excitable. I, I am. Um, but I usually try and be at that mid-level mm -hmm. line of balance and calm. I strive for it. Um, and it's interesting to me because... I said to my therapist, I don't understand. And she said, you've never had children. I said, no, I haven't. And she said, well, you missed a step. I said, what do you mean I missed a step? She said, because normally we go from being the child yes. to raising our children. Okay. And that gives us the tools I to see. sort of come at the end of a, a parent cycle yeah. to take care of them. So I missed a huge thing mm -hmm. so now actually it's like my mother is like if i have a child yes that's yeah absolutely that really, which is where what i was just thinking to. and it's like well i missed that step of decorum <laughs> yeah <laughs> of calmness of oh she just cut herself no big deal she cuts herself and it's like oh my god what am i gonna do so i totally miss that middle ground mm -hmm. and it's not a bad thing it's just learning i mean i you know still don't never wanted kids so that's yeah. okay yeah. But yeah, but that's sort of she put that in perspective, and I, I kind of get. I it. hadn't thought about it like that. that. And it was kind of, um, hmm, yeah. And regardless of if you had that developmental stage of raising children or not, the fact is that you've stepped up to be your mom's caretaker, and you've been figuring it out, and you know, and and to put things aside, like suspending your podcast for two years. And at what point did you feel like you could bring it back? You were telling me before we came on, like because, telling the universe. Well, in December 2018. Yeah, I love that story. I sat there on my front porch like I always do in the mornings, and it's quiet. I see that. I, I literally get up early, really early too. Even though I don't sleep, I, sl you know, I just get up really early, and I sit at my porch, and I look at sort of, I live in the mountains. This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. So I just Beautiful. see how everything, how life begins to start its day. And like that, that just gives me so much peace. Um, and... I thought about it, and I, I was thinking. I'm like, you know what? I'm I I feel dead inside. I feel empty. Um, I completely had sort of absorbed myself with taking care of my mom, and I wasn't taking care of me. Mm. And I thought, wow. And I said, okay, universe, I need to do something about this. And really, one of the first things that popped up is because I missed my podcast. Mm. I missed it. Like that is a pulse, it's my lifeline. Yeah. And I said, universe, this is what I want back. And if it comes back together easily, then I know it's meant to be. And literally I made a call to a few stations, um, found the one that at the time suited me. Yeah. Um, because now, well, we have to pay for our podcast now. Right, back, in, yeah. back in the day, they didn't pay us, but they had content, so it was all free. Oh, so, wow. 
Okay, yeah. that's a big change they, then. They, it's a, kind of like a network. You have a network. Okay. They got in the advertising dollars. Yeah. You just showed up for content. Okay. I didn't ask for any money because it was fun. I didn't care. Yeah. It was passion. Yes. I never do hardly anything for money. Even LA Pride for 12 years, all yeah. volunteer. Right, that was If it's something that I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. money's not an object. Right. So I thought, oh, shoot, I have to pay now. And then I really realizing my mom, I got a station that said, okay, you can do it twice a month. Okay. The first and third Friday of every month. Okay. I wanted the seven o'clock time slot. Yeah. I got the seven o'clock. So everything. It started to fall together. And then it was like, holy crap, I need these women. (laughs) I need women now. Yeah. You know, I need a panel. Was your show before, was it a panel? It was a panel of women. It was all straight women and I was the token gay. Oh, interesting. This time I said, nope. I want all gay women yeah. and a token straight because okay. there's nothing like that out there. Yeah. And still, if and I did a search thinking I may have to retool it, there is still not a female roundtable podcast on the podcast scale. Of, it's not. It, there's not one. Okay. It's yeah. mostly men, not women. And then I thought, well, you know what? I'm, I'm out. It's not like I'm hiding my right. who I am. Let's do it from this perspective. And as I'm finding the women who happen to be lesbian, I'm like, but it's not a lesbian show. Right. I don't want to only talk about LGBT issues. I, you know, because we are, we are, we are defined more. Absolutely. Than who we are. I am a woman first and right. foremost. I happen to be a lesbian. Yeah. So then we started, then it, it just started coming together. And then as I'm talking to my friends and, and where I am in my life, I wanted to deal about like social issues. Mm-hmm. I wanted to deal about self-improvement issues. Yes. I wanted to deal about spirituality mm-hmm. because that's where I am in my life right now. Yeah, that's what's important to you. That's my show. And the show reflects that. <laughs> Our show is I reflect. show. I can do what yeah, I want. What's important to right. us. And, and it's very spontaneous, yeah. as you're aware. Yeah. Um, you know, if I have a guest, then I'll tell the girls, this is the guest and this is the topic, and they figure out their own research. And sometimes... The day before, I'll go, we're going to talk about, I don't know, mm, let's see. This is when we don't have a guest. Um, we'll talk about whatever it is, spirituality or okay. whatever. Or we'll talk about, and they'll go, okay. And we've gotten to the point now where it really is spitballing. I mean, obviously, I come to the table. Yes. And yeah. I guide things, but everyone at that table has really stepped up because none of them, except for Cara, the token straight woman who had done it in England, and that's a radio show, no one else had done that. Okay. So it was a learning experience for them. Yeah, for it everyone. For everyone. And, you know, and we get 40,000 listeners every show. That's awesome. It is. And That's that, fantastic. And, and there's no promo. I have, don't have a sponsor. Yeah. Yet. I'm waiting for it, Universe. Um, yes. But I um, don't have a sponsor. It's just been really word of mouth. Um, Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I also go out and socialize a lot. Yeah. Know, so to make contact. Because Definitely. at least my show, people, I'm every woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not gay and Bruna the podcast person. I am gay and, and you, I will bear my soul every week. And and you want to connect with others and help them feel but I don't want them to, safe to bear Yes, but I want truth. them to feel that I'm them. Yeah. I'm not anything better just because I have a podcast. Of course. So, yeah. you know, I think people resonate with that. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And it's not only lesbians listening. We have gay, straight, you know. The age range on the stats are like twenty one to twenty one up. Mostly, yeah. like that's maybe, great. I think it's like up. if I had to throw it out, like sixty percent women, forty percent men. Sure, 
So so it's got the great demographics. Yeah. So I figure, okay, well, I guess I'll keep doing it because it's fun. Yes. It's my therapy session. We're going to take a break, Gayan, and come back. I have awesome. some thoughts about what you're saying. I'm sure you do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you, my listener to All Things Therapy, um, BetterHelp has been my longstanding sponsor. They are a secure online therapy platform that's HIPAA compliant. There are thousands of licensed counselors available to work with you on phone and video therapy. You can select a counselor, change them out if you don't feel happy with them or connected, just like in face-to-face sessions. They are ready to handle an array of topics, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, LGBT issues, family issues. And as my listener, they offer you 10% off your first month to try them out. And you access that by going to betterhelp.com forward slash ATT, all caps for all things therapy. That's betterhelp.com forward slash ATT to try out BetterHelp online counseling at 10% off your first month. Indeed, listening is the new reading. With Audible, you can listen to an unlimited amount of books at home, in your car, at the gym, anywhere on the go. With over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from, for you, the listener of all things therapy, Audible is offering you a free audiobook download and a month-long subscription for you to try them out. Visit audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy now and enjoy do you want to help yourself and friends find a purpose in life then you are in the right place and be a part of the crowdfunding campaign of patreon.com forward slash all things therapy with lisa ty here as she initiates a one-on interaction with inspiring authors healing experts and spiritual directors join the league of heroes of this generation by contributing your quota between a dollar up to a hundred dollars per month at patreon.com forward slash all things therapy let's make the world free of suicide poverty depression and in all make the world a better place for everyone a second sponsor i have that i'm actually really digging because i am using their product is beekeepers naturals they're actually based out here in los angeles this company is on a mission to reinvent your med your medicine cabinet and replace conventional medicines with clean and natural remedies that actually work. I have been using this propolis throat spray. It's sourced from the beehive, which with all of those natural antioxidants and sustainably sourced ingredients contained within the beehive. And in New Orleans, I started to get the flu. I had been around some people that were really sick. This throat spray I used for 10 days. I never got sick. And just my sore throat symptoms went away. So I recommend them from experience. They have a throat spray for children also to help you stay well if you're flying, traveling. This is a great thing to have on you to prevent colds and the flu. And as my listener, they are offering you 15% off your first order to try them out. And you go to beekeepersnatural.com forward slash therapy or enter the code THERAPY to get that 15% off your first order at beekeepersnaturals.com. 
Gay Ann. Yes. So I'm with Gay Ann Bruno of CBS, uh, over 30 years in the entertainment industry, 11 years as a podcaster, Between the Sheets podcast. So when you were talking, I didn't know that your panel contained, you said straight women before your break right. to begin caretaking for your mom, and then lesbian women after. Absolutely. And so it's... Well, some are bi too. I mean, I but, guess it's right. that whole... LGBT every other right, that is encompassed. Well, and what I wanted to address is that in my own personal journey that I I don't identify as lesbian. It's kind of new for me to say that out loud because I'm bisexual. And though I prefer being with a woman, like that's who I see myself settling down with. Like it's not an accurate title. And it wasn't until last night we were communicating that I realized like, oh, like it was kind of like an aha for uh-huh. me. Like lesbian, it never felt right. So I hate I, the I don't... word anyway. I have to tell you, I, I can't stand that word. I don't know why. There's going to be a better word for me. Yeah. Well, maybe come up with that. I, I will think. Try. Yeah. Since so, it just I wanted to share, you know, with our listeners that I'm kind of for the first time openly acknowledging myself as being bisexual, and yeah. So here it is. Well, it's funny. <laughs> I started out my life. My mother for years was telling people I was bisexual, and I kept saying, "Your mom was." Oh yeah. Wait, what she, do you mean? Because she wouldn't. She, she, like, because bisexual meant that I could still get married and have children. Okay, that's cute. Okay, she was okay. Like, oh, at the church. Dan's bisexual, and I'm like. Are you crazy? Okay, this is hilarious. <laughs> Wait, are you crazy? I gotta hold your hand. Okay, well, are you crazy? I get bisexual. I like women. And she's like, no. But and, and still, maybe was, for her, she had her, to, that was, was her bridge. Thing. But I've never yeah. been bisexual in my life. Um, <laughs> never, never, ever. Uh, called me a gold star. Apparently, I'm a gold star. Wow. Okay. Yeah, my sister is a gold star. Oh yeah, I didn't know your sister's gay. All I ha- I'm the oldest of five. Uh huh. And three lesbian sisters. Oh. And a straight brother who's married with kids. Wow. How awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's awesome. It is awesome. I love my family. Love my sibling. <clears throat> well, see, and, and you're saying what, what keeps me grounded yeah. are these bracelets. They're mantra bands, joy cups. Okay. <clears throat> I have bought them for myself. Um, <clears throat> obviously, I'm all around with the crystals. I'm airy fairy. I know you don't think so. But <laughs> these keep me grounded. Um, one of my friends... Two of them are from my friends, my closest one of my close two of my closest friends. One of them says create. Mm. My other friend gave me one that said keep fucking going. That's awesome. Um, I've purchased the rest. Unstoppable. This is my newest one. <laughs> Your anxiety is lying to you. <laughs> oh, I love that because it's just a feeling. We don't have yeah. to buy into don't have it. To buy into it. Um, la vie, est, la vie est belle, which is. Life is beautiful in mm. French. And then because I'm Italian, I had to get the same darn bracelet in Italian. Beautiful. Um, La vita è bella. And then the last one. Yes, I can speak Italian and Spanish. Um, and then um, the first one that I got that's actually, I got in a gift bag at the daytime Emmys was, I love you to the moon and back. And I was going to give that away to someone. No. But I thought, no, you know what? I love myself yes. to yes. the moon and back. Yes. And Amen. it is this journey of self-love because we sit there and you know i we are we are our worst critics our worst enemy we can we sabotage ourselves the most it's um and it's really important to to learn to be our our greatest love correct Uh, that's what it is you can love i mean you can't love anyone unless you love yourself or you're going to be getting back like fractured love and sharp edges of love and all the things that people come to therapy for and and are so distraught about. Yeah, and as balanced as I think I am, I still go to therapy. 
Yeah, me too. I mean, there's nothing wrong me with too. therapy. Yeah. Um, it's a sound. We're all on a journey. We're all on a journey. I'm a therapist is a soundboard. I also, you know, as I said, Airy Fairy, I also have a psychic. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, I am really completely open yeah. to just growing. Mm-hmm. And whatever modality or anything that's around, I'm like a sponge just soaking it in. Like, I'm, I'm just, I, re- <clears throat> I read a book, I'm reading in the process of reading a book called Buddha's Brain. Oh, very cool. And I uh, love that title. And the next one is going to be Untethered Soul. I love that book. I, I haven't read that, read that I have one. that book, yeah. But I have given it to a friend of mine. Usually I give it to a friend. I mean, I really don't give friends. She's usually like the one giving me suggestions yeah. of books. I started reading this book, and I sent it to her, and I'm like, you have to read it. And, and when I saw her the other day, I said, she said, oh, my God, this is a really good book. And I'm like, I know. Usually I, usually I recommend Dr. Seuss or The Little Train <laughs> That Could, but you, know, but you do have depth. Of course. And we all have depth. Yeah. I mean, just like, I don't know, do you know Dr. Joe Dispenza? Yeah, absolutely. So again, my friend recommended me, didn't know who the hell he was. And again, I've promoted this on my show, and I'm not even getting any money for it, but he's got the show on Gaia. Oh, yeah. Called, oh, I can't remember, Rewired. Okay. It's an amazing series. It, it's, it's, it really is an amazing series. Well, one of the books that I saw you put up there that I wanted to tell you today, Mind to Matter yes. by Dr. Dawson Church. I just interviewed him a few weeks Did ago. You? I love that book. I love him. Genius book, really all about how our thoughts become things, much like we'll be talking about tomorrow on your show with the Law of Attraction. Which is our topic. Yeah, and how our vibration, our emotional vibration is within manifests. It's different from positive thinking. Correct. Because often, as you know, we can have a positive thought, but we don't believe it. Correct. So we're generating what we're feeling and believing. So I work with clients and myself to what's a thought that feels like reaching for just a better feeling thought. And like, because that's what we're manifesting. And over time, we edge up. And some days we wake up, like when I heard you say you wake up and see the mountains and see how life starts its day, how beautiful. I bet that's when in your, that's when you're really in your power of creating your day. And and I did want to go back to when you said you told the universe, I think in 2018, Mm -hmm. I need a change. I'm dying inside. I need my podcast. And just then what began to happen, because I think it's remarkable. You did have to go through like a, cleansing and purging period that was hard if you could share with our listeners because i think that Mm -hmm. happens sometimes when we ask the universe for something big well first of all the laws of attraction which drives me crazy and we'll discuss it in depth tomorrow it's not like you put it out in the universe i want a mercedes benz and suddenly it's there right a lot of people think the law of attraction is wish fulfillment and it's not yeah you know there's a lot of work behind Mm -hmm. it and it starts in here absolutely yes you know and you know and, and other things with the manifestation you could throw something out in the universe that you want to manifest and i look at it as a blueprint and the universe looks at it as i think the universe looks at it as a blueprint and said okay this is what she ultimately yeah. wants yeah. but but that may not be the best route or thing that will serve her mm. so we will provide her with the tools or the objective or the goal or the Like the whatever, grid that starts to the fill The grid in. that will really be her true path. Yeah, yeah. That what she will benefit from on her journey. And be happiest. And be happiest. So I think you can throw the stuff out there. Mm-hmm. What you get back, you still need to be grateful of. Yeah, yeah. No matter if it isn't exactly what you wanted, because that's exactly what you're supposed to get and achieve on your journey. And be willing to see those things from a different vantage point Correct. than what it might feel like initially. Because your lesson to get to that 
you have to always go here. Mm -hmm. There's never a clear path to learning. There's I think it gets easier clear. once you're really in alignment. Haven't yes. you found it becomes quicker, more streamlined? Things do manifest faster because we're learning how to live from that. And that's that another thing. You can't go back to your past. You know, that's another thing. Oh, you ha yeah. You cannot. I mean, you know, people who say live in the present, that's the hardest thing to do. And it's such a an everyday Reminder, process. you yeah. have to. And I, have a, I still have a hard time with it. Mm -hmm. You know, I go backwards because the past is easy. It is. It's what's it's, done. Ooh, it's so familiar. So familiar. The future, who cares? You don't know what's going to happen, but it's it's that fantasy of if it could, if I would. And that's what's could. important. What if, What you know, what do I want to see happen? Exactly. I've been starting to have these outrageously amazing thoughts of what I want to see happen in my future. And I'm so feeling that excitement. to have that. Yeah. The past has already given you the tools. Yeah. But you never have to relive the right. past. Right, right. So when you're present and you feel that you have to make a decision in your life and you're reverting to the same patterns of behavior, thought processes of the past, you need to stop it. Yeah, because you're in fear. Because you're in fear. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, including myself, oh, yeah. we are motivated by fear. Although when I did have my ayahuasca journey, oh, cool. um, that was the whole eight hours of agony was fighting fear. And that I was the message you. that I received. Am I still fearful of things, of the unknown? Yeah. Do I throw myself in it more? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I'm a student in A Course in Miracles talking about shifting from a fear-based identification to a love-based identification and just how really wanting to be more aware of the love, of the abundance that's everywhere, regardless of what present circumstances look like because they're temporary. People go back to and, the past out of familiarity. Yeah. And that's not always good because... If you go back to the past, if it was good, you'd still have it in the present. Mm. So anything that's not present it present as it was, you have already learned that lesson. And it's evolving. It's and evolving. So now stay focused, stay present. You can never go back, ever. You just have to move forward. And so for you in that moment in 2018, declaring to the universe the changes you wanted to see in your life, what started to happen besides well, getting your podcast back with ease I mean the podcast I mean I started because of that that was sort of like the springboard and yeah. the tool of meeting these women okay. these women introduced me to more women I was going out more so my social circle was coming back so that life I'm a very social person yeah. I need my downtime sure you know but I can call it you know I call the time out on myself um but I like to go out I like to socialize I mean a friend of mine, one of the women on my podcast, she said to me, she goes, I have never seen someone work a room like you. She said, at the end of the night, you have everybody's phone oh, number. Oh, I believe you, yeah. And I'm like... You've made a connection. I've made connections. Yeah. Because I am that kind of person. Mm -hmm. You know, and... That feeds your soul. It does feed my soul. I mean, communication, we were talking about communication, yeah. so important. Yeah. So important. And, yes. you know, and... And um, I think being heard authentically and empathetically is yes. important for both of us. Yes, you too. Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't be doing this. Yes. You know, I don't think that we're better people. No. Because we have this these shows no. that have touched people's lives. But you know what? It's reciprocal. Because I'm it sure is. you get emails and texts yeah. from people saying, you've changed my life. So have I. Yeah. And I remember, um, God, when I originally started the podcast, and I'm not name dropping, but there's a woman who doesn't go by a name anymore. Okay. And her first letter is O. Um, <laughs> I had a discussion. She, when I told her I was, um, I had seen her at another show, and I, 
she had offered me many years ago to work with her when Very I was in my cool. 20s. And I didn't want to move to Chicago, so I said no. Okay. But we've never really kept in touch. But she was at this thing, and she has amazing remembrance of memory. Plus, I kind of look the same, uh-huh. you know, and my name is very unique. Yes, yes. So I walked up to her and reintroduced myself, and she's yeah. like, oh, my God, you're gay. I'm like, yes. And we talked a little bit about, like, me doing a podcast, and, and, and she said, you know, no matter what your podcast is, no matter what you talk about, you're going to, whether you choose to or not, affect people's lives. Mm. So be very careful as to the words you choose. Mm. Be careful what the messages you put out there. Because you don't want anyone sort of being misguided. So be very clear. Yeah, I like that. Be very, very clear. Because you have a lot of responsibility on your shoulders right now. Then I walked out of that conversation. I'm like, oh, shoot, I don't want my podcast anymore. I don't want to to be responsible for people. Yeah. But, you know, it is gratifying. Mm -hmm. As gratifying it is for people to appreciate and follow my show and tell me all these amazing things, I appreciate them for listening because they're helping me grow, too. Yeah, I'm thinking it changes us. It changed this having this show next week is my four year anniversary. Yay. Yeah, thank you. And uh, it's changed me, and I love it. I love having to step up and step in to this role. And to you know, for me, my my show is about changing consciousness, one conversation at a time, and that's so meaningful to me to yeah. be able to do. And for you as well, with the panel, right, discussing topics and that synergy. But with everyone, differences, similarities, and just letting however that seems to somehow always just work out yeah. in your show. It does. And it's, it's, it's interesting because, like I say, we come to the table, there may be a topic, we start off, and then it's just really open dialogue. Now, mind you, you know, if, if I don't sit here and, and navigate, the show will be a circus because we're just... <laughs> well, we're somebody fun. has to... But you know what? But it's, it's not a heavy show either. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying about humor. I will interject, and the other girls will interject humor... In yes. areas of the show, so we can a laugh at ourselves. Yeah, you know, and 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 make it not so heavy because I think when you tell someone, you know, and you and you deal with a serious topic, people sometimes panic. Right. So if so, I think the humor, it, and that's a ref, such a reflection of who you are yeah. in the world as well. Exactly. So in our in our conclusion, I'm curious: Do you have things coming up that you want to talk about? Let our listeners know about. How can they find you? Um, you know, uh, the show is on UBN. It's uh, we go Facebook Live. So join United Network Broad no United Broadcasting Network. Sorry, on Facebook, um, and it'll give you the notifications. We're on the first and third Friday of each month from seven to eight thirty p.m. We have live call-ins. I do not screen them. And from the last show, you'll see that I should maybe, but I don't. Um, okay, I'm going to listen to that yeah, one. Exactly. So um, tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific, Lisa will be joining us. Yay. Also, we'll have Eve Reynolds. Awesome. She puts together Windsor Presents concert series um, at her home. It's a, She was a precursor to a house concert. And she's done this for the community for many years. This, awesome. sun, this Saturday is going to be Sophie B. Hawkins. And so we'll promote that. Okay. And um, I really have no other idea but for the you, Eve, her event, the Law of Attraction. What else are we going to talk about? Who knows? Who knows? It'll be what needs to come forward. Yeah, and you can follow me on Facebook, um, Gay and Bruno, or Between the Sheets podcast page. On Instagram, it's, well, Instagram, just follow my Instagram. I mean, the Between the Sheets one has one, but QTE Brat. And um, I just look forward to... Thank you for the opportunity of having You're maybe welcome. listeners 
that didn't necessarily know my podcast. Yeah. Um, introducing them, and I hope they tune in and enjoy mine. And when mine, you know, I'll say the same thing tomorrow. When my fans, fans, listeners, whatever yeah. you want to call them, I hope they really uh, look at yours because I think you, 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 you. I think we both make a change in the world. We do. We do. Amen. Amen is that. Thank you Namaste, for being my honey. guest. Yes. Thank you for tuning you. in to this episode of All Things Therapy with Gayanne Bruno of Between the Sheets podcaster, uh, production photographer, which director <laughs> of photography for CBS for over 30 years, and just a wonderful woman in this world. Thank you. All my love to you. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa.